Ms. Wynn, looking forward to boat prep and um, finding out the destination. Not really that important to me or, or even the opponent right now. So it's just uh, extending the uh, boat prep and having extra practices. That's going to be the key for our, our program, especially for our development of our young guys. So, any questions you guys may have? Is Jared done for the season? No, no, but I think Jared's going to be fine for the bowl game. You seem. Yeah, I think when we were looking at it uh, coming back, I think it was going to be difficult for him to function at a high level. And so made the decision to keep him out. Um, felt good about it. Yeah, but he feels good about being able to come back. We x-rayed it and they're all negative. So. Kind of the, all the story of your season is nothing comes easy for you guys. Yeah. Like, like you were dominating <laughs> and tightened up. Why is that? Yeah, I, I think, um, well, you have to give credit to a lot of guys that we play. They just keep finding a way to keep, you know, ran into Stanford on their senior day, the senior night. I mean, they, they obviously wanted to, to win this game. And knowing that they're not going to a bowl game, they I thought they put everything they could into this game plan. And, um, you know, they caught us at the right time. We, we were not able to uh, still be dominant on the defensive side. I thought it was good to be able to stop the run. But, um you know, with a talent like Tanner McKee, those guys can they can throw the ball every down, and that's pretty much what they they did. I mean, looking at um, the amount of times that he threw, and um, just didn't get enough disruption on him in the uh, the backfield. But but I think uh, for the most part, guys felt good felt good about our, uh, our defending them, making it hard on them, and then um, just felt like the offense, you know, Rod and the guys on offense felt really good about the run game, and so they just wanted to keep. Going to that, and, and uh, I didn't complain about it. Well, yeah, we're trying a lot of different things, and maybe just simple is the, is the way to go. I thought maybe we overthought it a little bit, and, um, but we'll, you know, good to get get some stuff on film. But uh, we need to start converting those and, and, and flipping the uh, conversion our way a little bit more. So. Uh, not happy about that, but uh, something to work on for the next time. And you know, and, and uh, I just I just like the way uh, Chris and and uh, sorry, Chris and, and Ropati ran the ball. I thought they uh, made some big plays. I thought there was like maybe one missed tackle, one breaking tackle to to spring a big one. And um, but credit, I, I think Stanford, you know, they 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 started to play tougher defense and made cleaner tackles, and and it was kind of a battle towards the end. Chris hasn't been a workload back until really tonight. What can kind of change to make that happen? I don't know. I thought he ran really physical last week. You know what I mean? And I think he's just, I think the injury and having him be out, I think he's got a little bit of a, uh, taking out his anger on the field, which I'm really good with, you know. So uh, I got one more go with him. And, and uh, I thought he played physical, put his head down and ran some people over. And uh, we wanted to, you know, show some physical play. And, I thought he did. I thought the O-line did some good things in run block, and that's why we ran it so many times. Um, we felt like we can go there. We only threw the ball 12 times, so I thought that was I thought it was a good mixture of the run game. Let 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 Chris, you know, I don't think we ever did this, let him run 23 times. And I felt like he was getting stronger towards the end, and we've, we've had some, uh, you know, some, some success with guys that can do that. Lopini was sick and hurt and just not able to go, so he missed a lot of practice this week due to illness, and that was the main reason why he didn't he didn't make the trip. Chris, you 
Kalani, the sequence right before halftime where they got the 54 yard field goal. Should the clock have started up again? What, what yeah, I was talking to the refs about it because it didn't seem like they had enough time. But the malfunction of the clock allowed them to give it one more second on and allowed them to get their kick team ready. I was looking for an explanation. I, I, from my understanding, you're not allowed to make a, do a play with that much time. It had to be three seconds or so. And so I think the malfunction and adding the one second created time for them to get their kick team ready. And I took a timeout. So I, they were going to start the clock on the whistle, and Stanford was going to snap the ball on the whistle. So they were going to get a play and just wanted to get a good block in. in and, I mean, the kicker made it, made the kick. So um, it's just unfortunate the timing and everything. But <clears throat> you know, just from what I understood, then the refs explained it to me, and that's just the the malfunction of the the clock. So it, it worked in there to benefit them this time. Along those same lines, what was the explanation from the refs on that uh, touchdown grab that stood that was a return in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in the booth and seeing all of it. So I, 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 from the replays that we saw in the field, it didn't seem like um, his toe or anything touched. So I, I don't know. I think they must have saw something and and uh, karma, bad snap. And so it happens. What's the initial insight on Keanu Hill? Like he got banged up with like a wrist. Or yeah, something? a lot of guys got banged up, but I, from what we're seeing, nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, so Jared and others, they don't feel like either those guys in Keanu are out for the year. So, does this feel like a kind of a, a positive note for a season that it's had a lot of you know, ups and downs? Does this feel like this team's finally playing at its best? Yeah, I feel like we played at some moments at our best. You know, I, I, my goal is to put 60 minutes together that we can do that consistently. And, um, you know, I, I think the game plan where you're going through it and you're looking at, I don't know if we planned on running how many times, 50 times, but um, if we need to, we can. And so I, I like the fact that the guys stuck with the run play and I thought we were able to get some pressure on the quarterback, on defense, I thought special teams was clean. I mean, um, overall, good win. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's something that the, that the BYU team's not been able to do and that's beat Stanford. So these guys did it. Um, and, you know, looking at the uh, the year as a whole now, sitting at 7-5, there's a lot of guys that predicted that would happen, you know, and now they're all surprised by it. I just what I've seen is from the beginning to the end, there's been a lot of progress in our program. A lot of things that we know that we're better, and we're, I think we're well equipped going to this bowl game on uh, getting our team ready for, for uh, springboarding to 2023, but focused on this bowl game right now. You mentioned last week wanting to see Jake Connor throw a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was the time, <laughs> but um, you know, looking at it, it's like Jaron threw eleven times, so I don't know if we planned on that. But I felt like looking at the offensive game plan, we just felt like we, we were doing good with the run game and, and make them stop it first. You know, so that's that was the uh, that was the outcome right there. It, it doesn't really matter to me. I just want to get the win. And I felt like we could have made it a lot easier on ourselves early, but you have to give Stanford credit for making plays and, and try to stay in it. What becomes the schedule for, for you and the staff and program Kalani between now and when the bowl gets announced next week? Yeah, we got to get back to work. I mean, obviously those guys are going to heal up, but I think that, I think we take advantage of getting back to work and working with some of the young guys, getting better with our fundamentals and our technique. And um, There's going to be quite a few guys that, that are, with the redshirt rule, they're going to be able to play and uh, – 
what's what's holding them out from playing, especially special teams now, is that they they just weren't uh, able to practice enough to, to understand the scheme. And so going into this last match, we see a lot of new faces, guys that are going to be uh, here definitely for next year and, and got to work a minute. I mean, they've, they've given us the opportunity to play in four games, and there's some that we've got to hold them out for that, but I, I feel really good about the guys that are going to be able to play and take the field. Are you expecting any opt-outs or guys moving on with the transfer portal window opening up? Are you expecting that? I haven't heard that from any of the guys, and we spend quite a bit of time, especially in the bye week, talking to them. And so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't anticipate that, but that's kind of that's been a thing, you know, so we'll – Communicate and talk, and then, and uh, obviously we we have to decide what's best for the players and what's best for the team, and that may happen. I don't know, but I'm not anticipating it right now. Kalani, first three game win streak of the season. Does it feel like that? Yeah, it felt great. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I just love seeing the guys get out there and play and compete, and um, just just happy to do it in front of our fans. That that, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, all the fans that came here tonight, and then they were all on the field afterwards, and so. Uh, just just an overall fun experience and just glad our guys are create some momentum and build some more before we go to the bowl game. Yeah, you just said do it in front of our fans. You're not in your stadium, Kalani. No, no, and, <laughs> and but this is what happens. Everywhere we go, the, the fans show up, and, and uh, I mean, it felt like we had home field advantage. I mean, there's a, a point where the defense was getting the you know the, the fans going, and then they were cheering and making a lot of noise, and, and um, man, it just it's just... So nice to have uh, Cougar Nation out there helping us out and supporting us and, and being an, uh, a competitive advantage for us. Coach, uh, overwhelming, so many positives to talk about today, but I'm going to forget this question if I don't ask it right now. And uh, Ralph Sokolowski, longtime statistician, has, has been keeping a trend on fourth and one. Uh, the offense is 0 for their last six, and in those last six attempts, and throughout the season, there haven't been any handoffs to a fullback. Now, we got a couple of wide receivers, you know, in Roderick and Fessy, I think, who are the main diagrammers of these plays. You, as a former fullback, do you need to maybe exert some more uh, influence on the, on the short yardage information, hand it off to a guy with a little bit more weight in his shorts, or what's going on in the fourth and short situations? Uh, we got to figure it out, but yeah, I mean, I'm not taking over the fourth and short, but maybe I should, you know, um, or just kick the field goal. But uh, um, I just—it just seems like it's so close, you know. And, and maybe I said it in the press conference. I, nothing against our coaches. Maybe we're overthinking it. Maybe, maybe just keep it simple. And the way Chris was running tonight, I thought he could run over everybody and and, and get the first down. But um, you know, we, we've got to flip that around and and, and make it a. a I think if we do that, and we in this game, I don't know how many fourth down we had in this game. Was it two? Yeah. Um, you know, we and and we've just got to just got to make it an advantage for us. It's always been good for us in the past, and and uh, for some reason this year is not working. And that's um, I don't know. There's a probably a, a variety of reasons, but um, I'm sure we could figure it out. Coach, three sacks tonight on the defensive end. Was that something that uh, you felt was was going to happen? Was a little bit of a surprise? I know one of them came on a dialed-up corner blitz. That was a nice one. The other ones looked like just some good old-fashioned pass rush. Yeah, I, and I, I keep thinking about the ones that we missed, you know, so I, I know that there are some that we missed as well. And um, I don't know. We, we, we wanted to take away the run game, and I thought we could do that with some of our odd front stuff that we had. And, some of the uh, the movement up front with our D line, and um, you know, I, I thought we were getting to the in in, in uh, the view of, of Tanner, but uh, you have to give him credit, man. He's a really good quarterback, and and um, you know, if you, if you don't disrupt his timing, then then he he can torch you. And, and 
I mean, I, I thought he made some good plays. I thought I thought we had some good opportunities too, but um, just couldn't couldn't disrupt him enough. I, I like the three sacks, but I, I wish it could have been more. Our valuable stat of the game is brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. There are two I want to throw at you. Uh, The first one is this, Kalani. Since you've been the head coach, you've never lost a road game. You're now 12-0 on the road when your team scores a touchdown on the first possession, as BYU did tonight. And overall, BYU's won 26 in a row. Now 27 in a row when you just score a touchdown on the first drive. That's what it all comes down to. <laughs> the forget start, the, the, forget the fourth and short. Let's, <laughs> let's get the touchdown on the first Yeah, what's all this got to play 60 minutes thing? Don't tell the team that because then, then <laughs> they won't play the rest of the, the game. Yeah. But No, that's a that's a, a cool stat. I, 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 um, you know, I, I think uh, when, when the offense is clicking, we're really good, you know. You love going to the dentist, right? Other inflammatory health conditions can limit them uh, from just abandoning the run. That could be really good for us. So we, we can win games in a lot of variety of ways. This is just the simplest one to do, way this, to do it. Yeah, this, the second stat I wanted to put at you is this. Now, my records go back to 1972, and this is the first game going back to 1972 when Lavelle started, right? 1972. Um, no penalties against BYU. Zero penalties. And that was after a rough week against Utah Tech where there were all kinds of flags and a lot of yards, Kalani, and then zero today. Yeah, and, and I, th- I thought the guys were a little bit chippy in that game and then um, played with a little bit more anger than they needed to. This one, I think the guys were poised and, and um, you know, look at it. It's, it was a pretty clean game for, for that many run run plays not to have a, a holding. A yeah, and, yeah. And, and I didn't see a lot of them either. So so the guys played well. In fact, if there's anything that you could have uh, – been worried about it's the extra the extra put the linemen were downfield and and finishing blocks towards the end and, and that's the only one I, I kept telling our guys to be smart about but uh, our, our guys are are, are are smart players and when they play with a, a good mindset and don't 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 play with anger when you play with love I, I think it all works out and the guys play a lot more disciplined football Coach, you mentioned in your press conference you've been having uh, with the bye week so late in the season, and of course as we're as we've uh, put a close to the regular season, having a lot of conversations with your players. Help the listeners out there understand the dynamic that your player that a lot of your players find themselves in, where they have uh, completed their degree academically yet still have athletic uh, eligibility and kind of find themselves a, a little bit in limbo. How, how are these guys approaching that or, or managing that as far as coming back and, and potentially? playing an, a, an extra year but also feeling some pressure to maybe you know move on with life and seek other opportunities well I, I think when it comes to football it's really hard I, I wish I had another year to play and, and I, I don't want our guys to regret that and obviously some guys have other obligations and and, and want to start working um, other guys want to go play football at the next level um, but there's nothing like college football and nothing like BYU so um, try to con- you know talk to them, convince them that this is where they want to be. But at the, at the end of the day, it's their decision. The last thing I want is for a, a young man to wish he would, had moved on, and, and you know, and instead he's here playing football for us. So there's a lot of hungry uh, players out there that want to play for BYU and want to get on the field, and, and they're just uh, whether it's through competition or, or their their numbers called. Uh, there's a lot of talent, a lot of guys that are willing to play this game and want to be at BYU, and so. Uh, I think the key is to just uh, give our guys as much information and let them know that we love them. We want them to come back and play and help our team, uh, you know, go into the Big 12. But 
um, once again, it's their decision, and I want them to, to you know, prayerfully think about it and, and include their families, and whatever they decide, we, we go with it. Back to what you said earlier in the postgame uh, with the main media about uh, Jaron Hall. Your initial comment was that x-rays were clean and looks like he'll be okay for the postseason? Yeah, I thought he could have gone again. And, and, and if you talk to him, he, he said he's had worse uh, uh, injuries, so he's he's feeling pretty good about it right now. Is it just a sprain? In the locker room. Yeah, I think it's um, – and they did the x-rays, came back negative. I think that was the biggest worry is to see what the x-rays would show and, and – um, so I think he's going to be fine. I mean, I, I'm not a doctor, but I think they can. They don't need to do any more tests on him. Let's just give him bath salt and <laughs> uh, ba- you know, salt. just 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 get him in a some Epsom salt bath and and uh, just you know hydrate him and let's get ready to roll with this bowl game. How about uh, Keanu Hill and Keenan Peely? Anything on them? Yeah, uh, Keanu Hill should be fine. Um, and just it doesn't seem like anything's going to be too um, serious. And then um, Keenan. Uh, same thing. I, I think he'll be fine for the bowl game. Okay, so what do you think, uh, or when do you think you'll find out uh, when and where the team is headed? I think they're doing this thing where they want everybody to know later after uh, championship weekend and all that. But Which is next weekend, right? Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep ready and we'll have to work a little bit next week. But uh, I want the guys to get healthy, but at the same time need need to start working a little bit too and taking advantage of the extra time that we have with our with our young guys especially. Last thing, Kalani, kind of interesting how the season was phases, right? Uh, you open up 4-1, and one, then you have the 0-4 October. Now you haven't lost since. You're 3-0. and It would be nice to finish it off with a little four-game win streak and, 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 and send, your, send yourself into the offseason at 8-5. and five. Well, a lot of guys are on our team remember um, what it was like when we went to the, um, you know, to, to the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. Didn't think our, our mindset was right that game, and um, and I think UAB wanted it more than us, and that was a good learning lesson for our, for our guys. But now um, I think they're really excited about this bowl game, and whoever the opponent is, we're, we're just excited to play it. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see the progress that we'll make from the next uh, few weeks before we get to the bowl game. I, I think this is going to be really helpful for us. Maybe the last, last thing. Nice to see Houston Haymuli get some offensive snaps against his old team. And you talked in the pregame with me about how, for you and him and other guys, just being back in the Bay Area is is a good vibe, right? Yeah, and you saw his – I mean, he was a team captain here. You saw how how they all went to him, uh, you know, at midfield when we were um, embracing and, and shaking hands after the game. Uh, he's he's really loved here, and just like he is at BYU um, – I'm just glad he was able to get on the f- field and make some plays. I mean, I thought he played really, really well. And um, but you know, maybe on fourth down, we'll see if we give give these guys the rock a little bit. Him and Mason, or some some of those guys, or uh, I don't know. But but I I know that he's really happy about getting this win. I know he's really happy about going to a bowl game.